Please play some good music. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to What Would Kay Say? I'm your host, Kay Edwards, and I'm glad to be here with all of you here today. How's everybody doing? How was your week? I hope it was a fabulous one. I'm trying to get myself situated here in the station with this mic. I can't seem to get it exactly where I want it, but that's okay. I'm sure all of you can hear me because As my board is telling me, my voice is going out quite clear, so I'm sure everyone can hear me. If you can't, uh, call me at 718-928-9732 and say, hey, you know, we can't hear you on the the air right now. But before we get into our show, I like to do the housekeeping. I'm going to do, I'm going to read, Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free 
and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air. So support independent community media by pledging whatever you can. All contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. And it's really important because we are on our fundraising campaign, Drive to Five, because um, in May, we're going to be five years old. Isn't that great? A birthday is coming up, and I love birthdays. So Radio Free Brooklyn is about to have a birthday in May. We're going to be five years old. So that's where we're really doing this drive because we're trying to raise $25,000 so we can continue to give you all these good shows like this one that you're listening to right now. You know how much you love to hear my voice on a Sunday morning at 8 a.m. So pledge what you can. Everything's appreciated. And if you just want to leave us a message and tell us how much you love us or to wish us happy birthday, 718-673-8201. And we'll be putting those messages on the air and, you know, as they come through so that people can hear what others are saying about how great Radio Free Brooklyn is and how much you like our shows. So with that, I want to say two things I'm thankful for this week. I'm sure everybody started their grateful jar. I hope everyone started their grateful jar. Because with everything that was going on in the news this week, we had plenty to put into the jar to be grateful for. And I want to start off with that first before I really get into the heart of the show. Just the little things that happen daily in our lives that we can be grateful and thankful for. The fact that America now is not engaged in another war is something to be thankful thankful and grateful for because last week, everything that was happening, it was touch and go. It was really touch and go. And I'm sure when the first incident occurred, the saints started praying because it says in the Bible, in the latter days, there'll be wars and rumors of wars. So when the first incident occurred, everyone started praying, I'm sure. Then when the second incident occurred, by then, if you weren't on your knees, you should have been on your knees. Because, and I believe in both countries, people were on their knees because no one wanted it to escalate any higher than where it had went. And I'm so glad God intervened, cooler heads prevailed, and we're all here now thinking of happy, good things going on in our lives instead of worrying about anything else that could come later on or could have happened and gotten a lot worse. So we are thankful and grateful for that. And I now bringing it closer to home, taking it from the global scale and bringing it closer to home. I once again need to thank all of you, my listening audience. For those of you who just tuned in and has tuned in and has never heard my show, you're in for a treat. But for those of you who tune into me every week, I thank you. I appreciate you. I know I I say it all the time, but I cannot say it enough. And I'm really thanking all of you. 
because we closed the year out 2019 strong for the month of December. Once again, we made the top 10 of talk shows for Radio Free Brooklyn on the leaderboard. This time, last in November, we came in number nine. December, we came in number four. So this show is impacting people. And if you have friends and you want to tell them to tune in, by all means, tell them to tune in, tell them to listen. I guarantee there's going to be something here for them. And how I know there's going to be something here for them, because when I think about it, everything that I do, everything that I say, it's the message that I have for the audience. See, God hears your prayers He hears your thoughts. He knows your every move. He knows what you're thinking. He knows what you're going through. He knows everything going on, everything going on. He's aware of it. So for me to be here, for you to tune in, it's for you to get the message that you need for whatever it is that you were seeking him for. Not saying every time I come on the radio, I'm going to have a message for you. But every time I come on the radio, I'm going to have a message for someone. And they'll know that it's for them because there would be no need for me to sit here every Sunday. Yes, I know. He could have taken me to any platform to get me started to what he wants my journey to be. And, you know, I've shared this because we are now embarking on our five-year plan and our our journey. So, of course, I'm going to be speaking about it periodically throughout all the shows. But for those who aren't aware, we are starting a five-year plan And with the five-year plan, that's our long-term out-in-the-universe goal. And then we're doing it the year plan, the month plan, the week plan, the day plan, the hour plan. So with all that, I say, God could have taken me to any platform to put my voice out there. It did not have to be here at Radio Free Brooklyn. But because he put me here at Radio Free Brooklyn— And the listeners that I have that tune in every Sunday, I'm actually here for you. My purpose to be on this radio station, not only just to develop my skills, but to be here for you. I'm I'm actually the messenger for everyone that tunes in every Sunday. That's why he has me sitting here. Because if you listeners didn't need me to tell you whatever it is you were seeking from him, he would have me someplace else. And those listeners would be hearing me. You wouldn't be hearing me, but they would. But because whomever it is that tunes in, and I thank all of you because we, we're here for each other. That's why I'm here. And he knows exactly what you're looking for. And when he gives it to me to give, I do. And most of the time, it might not even be that I know. It could just be because I just start talking. Because you'll notice that as the show goes on, I always prepare a lesson. And I say a lesson. I always prepare a show. He'll give me something in my spirit. I'll start tweaking it, working on it. Or even just because we're on this five-year plan, I know there's just certain topics I want to discuss. So it, it might not even be from him. It might just be me of myself saying, oh, yeah, we need to talk about this in order to get to here. We need to talk about this to get there. But sometimes I'll prepare it like I prepared this show ahead of time. Because by Wednesday, I'm usually done with the show of what I want to do because I already know what I want to speak about come the next week. And when I go to look at it, because I always look over it Friday, really Saturday night, like last night, I'll go back and I'll look over everything that I've written. 
and he'll change the whole message up. Something else will come in my spirit. Not that it's totally different from what I put down because I am going to still stick to what I have written, but there's other things that he'll have me put in there. So when he has me change the, the message up and add extra things that I had not thought about adding, that's my cue to know somebody needed to hear that. Somebody's looking for an answer to this. So I just incorporate it, not knowing who it's for, and I just put it out there. So anyone who knows when I, when I speak, you'll know it's for you when I say it. And that's just how it is. And that's, what, that's the beauty of the show. And that's what I love about it so much because the spirit can change it up at the drop of a dime. Any, anything I could be saying, I could just start talking and then he'll give me something and I'll say it and it'll still go with the flow of what it is that we're talking about in general. Because if you think about it, when you, okay, you, you know I always give scriptures in between. And last week I did say, for those of you who don't really read the Bible or aren't really versed in the Bible, start with John. But you can also start with when I do scriptures during the message as I'm speaking. You can go and look that up and see exactly what it is I said and then read the story behind why it is I plug that particular scripture into what I was saying. So now here, just talking about how I say God has me here for all of you, all my listening audience, he has me here for you. Because if you think about it, excuse me, Matthew 18, it says when two or three are gathered together, he's in the midst of us. So I'm going to read from the Message Bible. Matthew 18, 18 to 20. And I, you, I'm using the Message Bible because it really it gives plain English language. Like I can use the King James Version, but for people who aren't familiar with King James, me saying it, they'll be like, okay, like, so what does that mean? But when I read the Message Bible, and I, I, what I'll do is I'll, I always read the King James Version. But then when I want to put it out on the air, if I know it's something that I'm going to speak about on the show— I'll go to different um, interpretations to get the best one to put on the air so that everyone understands what I'm saying. So now in Matthew 18, 18 to 20, in the Message Bible, this is what it says. Take this most seriously. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. A no on earth is a no in heaven. What you say to one another is eternal. I mean this, when two of you get together on anything at all on earth and make a prayer of it, my father in heaven goes into action. And when two or three of you are together because of me, you can be sure that I'll be there. Now, that was Jesus talking. And as it is, we just passed the season of Emmanuel, God with us. So. He was letting it, he was putting it out there plain. If there was just two, if it was me and one other listener on the, that was listening to my voice, he would be in the midst of whatever I had to say. And that listener would get whatever it is that they were seeking from the Lord. So just imagine, I know I'm talking to more than one person. For a fact, I know I'm talking to more than one person. I might be talking to three people. No, that's just a joke. I know I'm probably speaking to a number of people. But for those of you who I don't know are listening, just know. If you're putting it up there and you're looking for an answer, and even you might not even know the Lord. You might not know God at all. But that doesn't mean that you're not questioning things. You can get your answer as well. So with that, 
I wanted to play some music and I hadn't thought about playing music because I just didn't have music on the on the agenda for today. But you know what? I think this calls for a little bit of music because um, this is good. Everything that we're talking about is good. It's all good news. It's all um, it's all relevant. And why can't we just take a little praise break and pray some music? to thank God for all that he's given us, for thanking him for the revelation of my listeners, for thanking him to know that he hears you and that he will use my voice to give you the message that you need. And it might be the message directly, or it might just be confirmation of something he's already told you. Because a lot of times when you pray to him, he's giving you the answer straight, but then he'll send a confirmation through others. So if I'm that that confirming voice for you, I thank God that I'm sitting in the spot where I'm supposed to be. I thank God for the obedience that I give to him and that he uses me. So with that, we're going to put on a little music to say thank you, Lord, to give a little praise. And then we'll be back and we'll continue with um, with the uh, the lessons that I had picked out for today, the topics of discussion. So enjoy the music. Brothers and sisters. I want to welcome you back to life, back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter, hallelujah. How can it be that you love the most unlovable part of me, of me? How could you see your life was the Crazy, don't it? Hey. That's how it's going. 
you what it means. That's why. I don't wanna love nobody but you. I don't wanna love nobody but you. Father. I don't wanna love nobody, love nobody but you. I really mean it this time. I don't wanna love nobody but you. Jesus. I don't wanna love nobody but you. I don't wanna love nobody, love nobody but you.
hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for those two songs that he dropped in my spirit just this morning. And I think it's because of what I started out the show with. I mean, we can't take it lightly of everything that's happening in the earth today, that's happening in the world today, just the the signs, the events that are taking place. We need to be mindful of what is going on. And for those of you who are listening to me that aren't Christians or, or who are you really not sure exactly where you stand, where it comes to God and Christ, just know that even you listening to the sound of my voice and everything that I'm saying here on this radio, you're also being blessed with it. And if you believe it, then your your life is going to change. Definitely. Your life will, de- you will see changes taking place in your life. So like I had read from before with Matthew, we're all gathered here. He's in the midst of us here. And the thing about it is when I first thought about coming on the air and speaking on the show, I wasn't going to, I hadn't thought about it being, like I had said last week, I always had it, okay, I do the show and then I'm an extension of the show. I'm like, I'm separate from it, but I'm really not. I am actually the show. So now I see a lot of me, a lot of him, a lot more of what he has me doing is coming forward in the show. So we'll just... To me, now the journey just gets even that much better because who knows where he's going to take the show now. And with everyone listening and everyone participating and everyone wanting to be a part of it, who knows where he's taking us with this. And I'm just excited to even see what the outcome is going to be. But with that, I want to say, at the beginning of the year, I usually always, I told you, I brought my New Year's in listening to different pastors to see what the direction of what the flow was going to be for the year. And I was listening some more, like usually the, in January, you know, you listen, you hear, you see, that's where you really get to set the tone and figure out what's going on. We're right in the flow. We are totally in the flow of what's going on. Because when I listen to, to different pastors and I listen to what they're saying, just listen to different sermons They're talking about what I had started talking about last year. So it makes me feel blessed that I am in the flow. I am hearing what he's saying to me and everything that he's giving me, I'm giving you. So with me being in the flow, it puts you in the flow. So we are right along with the message that God is putting out there. We are right in there in the atmosphere, what he's putting out there. We are now also partakers of that as well, because we're all speaking the same thing. All of us are speaking on one accord, which is find out what it is that you're supposed to be doing in God. Get yourself together. You know, time is growing short. Time is one thing, one element that we can never get back again. So when you waste time, You've lost everything. The one blessing that he does give us is every day. If you make a mistake yesterday, every day that he blesses you to wake up, you have a new beginning to start a new day, to become that new you. Every day you have that opportunity. But once you lose time or time passes, that's gone from you forever. You can never redeem that time unless he redeems it for you. But I'm saying just in the, in the in regular everyday moving, once that clock starts ticking, like right now, it's going on 830. I got here at eight o'clock. It will never be eight o'clock on Sunday on January 12th, 2020 again, not 8 a.m. in the morning. 
that time passed already. So every, and I say that to say, everything that you do, everything that you think about, make sure you're not wasting your time. Because time is very precious. So if you're angry or if you're holding on, if you're harboring unforgiveness, if you're holding on to something that you know you need to let go, let it go. And as I always told you, when I give these words out, when I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to me as well. Because he's not giving me a message to give to you that I couldn't benefit from as well. So when I'm talking to you, he's talking to me also. So he's telling us, don't waste time on things that don't matter. Let it go. And especially now. We're in a new decade, a new year, even more so. Let it go. If you carried it the last 10 years, don't carry it a second more. And I know for some of us it's hard to think about it like that, you know, just letting things go or why should I just let it go? And whomever you may be holding something, let it go. Let it go and just Keep it moving and let God handle it. Trust me, he's got it. Because I said, there's nothing that goes on under the sun that he is not aware of. And when we hold it, he can't take care of it. If we're holding on to it, how is he going to do something about it? Because we're holding it. So while we're holding it, it's like we're saying we can handle it better than he could. Give it to him and keep it moving. You've got a whole life out there. We've got our five-year plan we have to work on. We don't have time to be holding grudges on things. We got work to do. And when I now that's leading into what we're going to talk about today, I wanted to discuss I was going to go into the power of words. And that's what my next topic is going to be, because everything that you say out of your mouth is going to bring forth what you are looking for in your five year plan. But before I move on to the power of words, I wanted to talk about which is this is what he switched up in my message from last night. He wanted me to talk about faith. And so that people understand the entire, the, the, the premise of what, or the meaning of what faith is. Because once you really and fully understand what faith is, then you'll understand how to tailor your words in order to receive what it is that you're looking for, or in order to help you get to the next level in walking towards your five-year plan. So now we're going to start out with faith. Because everything that we do has to has is based on faith. You either have faith faith in something. Everybody has faith in something, but we all want to put our faith in God. But the thing about it is, what He wants you to num to get number one out of everything is to believe that you are who He says you. Are Everything in the Bible that he says that you are, he needs you to believe it, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that you are the head and not the tail, that you will be a lender and not a borrower, that you are blessed and highly favored. All those things are you. But if you don't see yourself in that light, 
it's hard for you to move on and say something that you might want to possess. Because if you don't feel that you're worthy to possess something, if you don't see yourself as being worthy, then you're not going to see yourself as being able to attain something that someone worthy would be able to have. So the message that he wants to get out is he wants you to believe who he says that you are. And you, in order to, in order to bring those everything that you want into your life, you have to believe that you can attain those things. So now that's where the faith comes in. Faith is, now here's the King James Version, Hebrews 11.1. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. And now the Message Bible puts it like this. Actually, the King James Version is, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This one that I read, I'm not sure which version that was, but that wasn't King James, the first one that I read. But I just wanted to say the King James because I know the King James off the top of my head. And after I said it, I said that wasn't the King James. But I just wanted to put it out there because I didn't want anybody to get it mixed up. So when they go to ring the King, read the King James, they're like, that's not what she said on their radio. So the message Bible says the fundamental fact of existence is that is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguishes our ancestors and set them above the crowd. By faith, we see the world called into existence by God's word what we see created by what we don't see. So see, faith is when you really break it down, and I'm going to say it in in my terms, just to really make it simple, because I like to keep things simple. So when you keep it simple, it's usually less questions because you're just giving it to the understanding where you can get it right away. Faith to me, when you have faith in God, it means that you believe that he came to earth as a man, that he walked on the earth without sin, that he died the sacrificial death for our sins, and he rose again to give us eternal life, and we are now empowered by the Holy Spirit. When you believe all that took place, once you're able to believe, because a lot of people can't even grasp the entire concept of that. And we talked about that last year going into the whole Christmas and Advent season. But when you grasp that understanding, that's what builds your faith because you then have something to look forward to. You then have something to someone to look towards because you're like, okay, I can do this because I'm no longer separated from God. I'm now in Christ who died for me so I can do anything because he's there. He's standing there for me. So anything that I want to do, he gives me the strength to do it. That's where your faith builds up and it comes in. If you don't have any belief or understanding of that, then the faith that you have right now is just faith in yourself that, okay, well, if I do this, it it might work. It might not work. That's your faith that you're living on right now if you don't believe in everything else, or your faith is in whatever you believe in, whatever God you believe in. But even outside of that, whatever God you believe in, if you don't even believe 
whatever that message is coming from what you understand and you take take religion and relationship totally out of the equation without any of that the faith that you're banking on is the faith in yourself so either way you have to have faith in something outside of yourself and i'm not saying it has to be christ and jesus i mean it has to be christ and god that's who i that's who i have faith in but you may have someone else you may have something else and if it works for you who am i to say not but with this show you're going to know who Christ is, who God is, and it's going to give you the opportunity. I'm always going to give you references that you can go back to 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 get an understanding of the God that I serve. But with all that, talking about the faith, when you once you have the faith because you believe in something, then that helps you and those of us who are Christians, the knowing that Christ did that came here, walked on earth as a man so that he can feel everything that we would feel. So he totally would understand everything that we experience on a daily basis, be it fear, be it anger, being angry, unforgiveness, shame, guilt, all those things that we carry, we don't have to carry it. And see, that's the, and I think that's probably why he wanted me to touch upon faith and talk about, again, how Christ has taken it all from us. Because if you're walking around with guilt and unforgiveness and anger, you can't possibly concentrate on that five-year plan that you're trying to put forward for yourself. You can't. Because if you're trying to make steps to get to that five-year goal, forgiveness, unforgiveness is going to be a stumbling block. It's going to be a deterrent. Anger is going to be a deterrent. All those things are going to be a distraction to take you off the path of where you want to go or the actions that you want to put into place in order to get to that five-year plan. So when you think of it in the sense of, I don't have to carry all that stuff because Christ carried it for me already. When he went to the cross, he took it all. So, and not saying that we just, you know, throw things off like, oh, it doesn't matter. I hurt her feelings or I hurt their feelings or I said whatever and it's okay. No, that's taking it for granted. That's not the grace that we're living under. Because the grace that we're living under is the grace to know that we don't have to carry all that extra weight. Like the baggage I told you to leave in 2019, we don't have to carry those bags. We were carrying them in 2019 and we didn't have to carry them then. But we wanted to pack it. We didn't mind paying the extra baggage fee to travel. We were making good money last year, so we said, what the heck? We'll pay the extra. I'm taking these bags with me. This year, I'm not. Number one, I really don't like to fly, as you guys know. So if I really don't like to fly, I'm definitely not taking extra bags. I'm taking the smallest bag that I could possibly take. So when I get off, it's with me. I'm not carrying anything extra to weigh me down. And that's the way we should look at anger and unforgiveness and guilt and shame and whatever it is that we're we're harboring. Let it go. Jesus already died for us for those reasons. And then some that I didn't even mention. He died for all of it. So if he died for it and we're living under grace, which gives us It's unmerited favor. It's we're receiving something 
that we should not have even received. But because we're getting it, let's take it. Not let's take advantage of it, not just in the wrong sense of the word. But yes, if it's there, let's take it. It's free. I mean, how many people don't like something that's free? You'll see in the mall, if they're giving out something free, you know where they're giving out something free because that's where the crowd is. The crowd is there. People are pushing and shoving to try to, first of all, they don't even know what it is that's being given out that's free. But just the fact that something free is being given out, everybody's rushing over there to it. And this is what boggles my mind. People will rush to stands, to corners, to wherever that they hear something is being given out free just so that they can have it. They don't know what it is. They don't know what it is. They don't know until they get there. But the fact that it's free, they want to go because it's free. But now here it is. God is giving you grace. Grace is free. You didn't have to work to get that. You don't have to work to get the blessings that grace gives you. All you have to do is believe. Now, when you're running to that stand that's in the mall, are you, do you even believe that what they're giving out is free? No, you're running over there because you heard what they were giving out was free. You're not sure if what they're giving away is actually free. But just on hearing that, you're like, oh, it's free. Let me go. But how come people don't run to God and Christ that same way when you hear salvation is free? Grace is free. But yet no one's running to find out. Well, let me find out what this is that's free that I can get it so I could be a part of this as well. And if I'm wrong then God forgive me for speaking out of turn. But that's free. Because Jesus already paid the price. He paid for it already. So anytime when you believe everything that I said with him coming to earth, walking amongst us, living the way we live to understand who we were, to then die for us so that he can take on all the sins of the world. That's free. All you have to do is believe it. You don't even have to get in your car and go to a mall for it. You don't have to leave the comfort of your bed, couch, kitchen table, wherever you may have to, wherever you are, your shower, wherever you are. Once it comes to you, you can take that in and say, you know what? I believe that. And it's free. But I don't see too many people running to that and it's free. But I see other people running to other things only to get there to find out, you know, it wasn't really free. We're just going to give you a sample. But then if you buy this, you could have the no. When you take what he gives you, when you take the message, the good news message, once you take it, it's not I'm giving you a sample and then once you pay or you do your good works, then I'll then give to you. No, it doesn't work like that. All you have to do is believe it, accept it, and boom, it is. What could be simpler than that? But I say I didn't want to belabor that, but for some, I, for whatever reason, he put on my spirit that I needed to go more into it in that manner just so that everyone gets to understand exactly what faith is is and how it's going to play 
a very important part when it comes to the words that we use. And that's what we're going to talk about in the next show, because my time is already is 845. I couldn't possibly get into the power of words in 15 minutes. Oh, we have a caller. Hold on. My first caller of the year. Caller, you're on the Good air. Good morning, Kay. Good, Good morning, morning, Kay. Good morning. This is my Manhattan lady. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, dear sister, to you and the family. Happy New Year to you and yours as well. How are you? Thank you. Doing well, doing well. Another blessed day in the Lord, right? Amen. <laughs> so, sis, I just wanted to chime in, if you don't mind, just really quickly, just to add to what you were touching upon with faith and grace being a free gift, unmerited favor, and why so many reject it. I, uh, just my opinion, I think that there are a lot of lost souls out there that in their hearts are really searching for the truth, which we know, Lord Jesus, is the truth, the way, the life. Okay, they're searching for peace. They're searching for completion. They're searching for fulfillment. They're searching for a sense of who they really are, why they were put here in the first place. But what holds them back is fear. What holds them back is condemnation. What holds them back is shame. So I just, if you don't mind, I'd like to put this out there for all the listeners. Anyone who may be listening who doesn't know Lord Jesus Christ, please just come as you are. Whatever it is that you may have, whatever you might have done in your life, whatever it is that you're going through right now, He loves you fiercely and passionately and just wants a relationship with you. And he wants that relationship with you eternally. And all he wants to do is give you the love and peace and joy that you should have in your life. What he created us to have in the first place. Thank you. And, and that's it, sis. I know. I, I love it. And and the reason why I love it is because, just like I said at the, the beginning of the show, God has us connected because whatever Mm -hmm. message needs to be put out there to whomever Mm -hmm. is listening, he's answering. Amen. He's hearing that prayer from that lost soul that you said that could be tugging back and forth, not really sure. You know, I listen to Kay. I like what she says, but she's always given these scriptures, but I really don't understand, but I'm afraid to even ask. You know, this is Mm -hmm. what this show is about so that my callers who are versed, We'll call in and we'll just expound on whatever it is that I said, because you can also say it from another way, which they heard what I said. But now hearing what you said put together with it now makes it like, ah, okay, I got it. Amen. I love it. I thank you for calling. Thank you, sis. And I'm enjoying the show. Ah, Looking forward to more. Thank you so much for calling. Love you. Love you, too. Have a blessed day. You, too. Bye-bye. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what this show is about. I, like I said, I prepare my lessons ahead of time. But then as I go and I look over it to to make sure that I'm comfortable with what it is I'm saying, God will put something in my spirit to add in. Now, he added in that little portion of talk about faith. That's what he told me last night as I was going over my over my show, everything I had written out. And I was going to talk about the power of words. But he told me, talk about faith. And then I went into faith. But then look where it took us. The caller called in and she expounded on it. She really put it out there. There are a lot of people that are lost. And that's what this show is really about. Because if you don't understand or if you don't know, 
just tuning in, trust me, you're going to get little tidbits and you're going to get to know this Jesus that I'm always talking about because every show he's involved in it. He's in me. So there's no way that I can do the show and not have him involved in it. So for what she had said, just come as you are and just believe, believe what I said. Start with reading John because that's the easiest book to start. And it'll show you the love that Christ has for you, that God has for you, all those little things. But if you keep listening to this show, Trust me, you could put this, you can put lit, what would Kay say on your five-year plan. You know what? I'm going to listen to what would Kay say every Sunday, and I'm going to get an understanding of what this Christ is that she's always talking about. I'm going to get an understanding of how my life could be more fulfilled through Jesus. I'm going to get an understanding of that because you know what? She's on my five-year plan, and every Sunday I'm going to tune in. Every Sunday, I'm going to tune in and listen to her because I know she's going to have a message for me. That could be part of your plan, too. You getting to know God, you coming to the Lord. And like we were talking about earlier, time is growing short. So it's not even a thing of, oh, they're just saying that. Oh, they're just you'll be surprised how many. Although I say a lot of people aren't, there are thousands that are. Trust me, there are thousands that are come every day because they just realize, you know what? There's got to be more to life than this. I can't every day feel down, every day feel like lost, confused. I can't feel like that every day. There's got to be something more. And there is. There is something more. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the good news, which is not what my show is going to be about at all. But thank you, Lord. That's what you wanted the show to be about, the good news. Because if this, okay, and it does work right into the framework of what we had established from last week. Because we said January was the month where we were going to be able to gather all the tools that we needed in order to start our journey for our five-year plan. So this works right into everything that he had given me and lined up. He just flips it around every now and then. But I'm me staying with the flow. I'm able to pick up and run with it as he gives it to me. So, yes, this is another tool that we're going to have. And I'll now this is the only bag we're carrying. OK, we're not carrying the extra loaded bags that we had last year. Like I said, we're leaving those. This is the only thing that we're. As we're going on this journey, we're going to be putting different things into the suitcase. So now we have, because we're starting with an empty suitcase because this is the month of January. So the the suitcase is empty. We just had our little essentials in there, little things that we wanted to take, but not all that heavy anvil weight stuff that we had from last year. This now, faith, goes into our suitcase. This is part of our journey as well. The whole concept of faith, the whole concept of the good news of Christ coming, of taking the sins of the world, of being able to afford us to have the grace of God. Every day, we're giving new grace, new mercies every day. And that's the beauty of, that's what I love the most, that no matter how much I mess up the day before, not that I plan to mess up, but we're all human. We are going to mess up. It's just the fact of life. We try not to. We do our best to try to do the right thing all the time, but it just doesn't work out like that all the time. It just doesn't. There's always going to be somebody that's just going to tick you off and you have to catch yourself. Well, 
I guess I'm speaking for myself right now. But there's always going to be that, you know, really? You're always going to have that really moment in your life. So with that, just knowing that those moments do happen because we are, we all are human. Just know that when you wake up, when he blesses you to wake up the following day, boom, you could start all over again. You could start all over again. But in the day that he gives us, like today, we don't want to waste any time. We want to make everything that we do productive and we want to make everything worth what what the time is that we have there, the time that he's given us to use. We want to make the most of it. So that means not being angry for too long. You might get angry for a minute, but let it go. Someone may upset you for a moment, but let it go. You know? That it's the, that's just the and that helps you feel better. It relieves the stress off your body. All of those things have physical attributes too. It it makes you feel so much better when you're not Have you ever been so angry that after you were angry fussing and carrying on that you were tired afterwards? Do you know how much energy it takes to stay angry? I know sometimes I used to get so angry that after I was finished with whatever was going on, my muscles, my muscles in my body ached. That's just how much my whole being was into that anger. Every little point of me, my fingernails, fingers, everything. By the time I was done, I was so drained. And then when you think about it, it's like, really? What Did you really have to do all that? Was it really that important to go to that extent that every muscle in your body ached? Meaning headache. So after you'd want, I wanted to just lay down and take a nap. That's just how bad it would be. But thank God he's working on me. We're all a work in progress. All of us. And all you have to do is just be receptive to it. You have to be receptive to it because if you don't want to change, you really can hold on to stuff and not change. You can just be that stubborn, but where is it going to get you? In the long run, where is it going to get you to hold on to stuff like that? It's not doing anybody any good. You can't be a blessing to someone else. Blessings definitely aren't going to come to you if, if you're in that if you're in that state. Forget about the blessing. They're passing you right by because they don't even want to deal with that. They're like, no, not dealing with that. Someone who could be coming to you to give you a blessing, they see all that. They're like, nah, not today. I'm not dealing with that because they don't want to be then thrust into all that what's going on. So when you let it go, You can then be a blessing to someone else because you're giving off such a beautiful aura. Someone can come and be a blessing to you because you're so inviting. And then everything is peaceful and happy. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of not carrying extra baggage. Besides the fact that extra baggage is heavy. It's just heavy. It just, it weighs you down. It just makes you tired. So without journey, Last week, I ended off talking about the shoes. I hope everybody got the understanding of what the shoes were. The shoes were the steps that you're going to have to take in order to get where you need to go. The shoes were the tools or the actions that you're going to need to do in order to keep you moving on this journey that you're, you're taking. So I told you last week we had all started out with flip-flops. 
we know flip-flops is not going to make it for this journey. So I know personally I have on hiking boots, Gore-Tex. I have on Gore-Tex hiking boots, and the boots come above my ankle. That's the shoes I'm wearing because, see, I need to be able to not only walk on a rough terrain because my road is going to be rocky. I know that for a fact. I need to be able to, for it to be Gore-Tex because the weather is going to get really nasty. There's going to be there's going to be wet elements out there. I'm going to have to walk in some mud. I'm going to have to walk through some puddles. I know this for a fact, but with Gore-Tex boots, my feet will be dry. So even after I do all that walking through to the other side, my feet are going to be dry. So my boots personally, they're Gore-Tex. They're black. They're above my ankles because even when I walk in deep puddles, I don't want the water to come over the side and get my feet wet. They're insulated so that even when I'm walking in snow, my feet stay warm. And what else are they? They're comfortable. They're very comfortable. So those are my boots. So that's my boots for the journey that I know I have ahead of me. So you just have to think about what shoe you're going to put on for yourself. And then you can do what you need to do. And I know it sounds strange me talking about what type of boots you're wearing. But when you're really taking into account the type of boots and stuff that you wear, then you know where you're going to go. Like if it's raining and you, you're you not going to put on a sandal, if it's raining, you're going to put on a rain boot. So then you know no matter what you have to do that day, your feet are going to be dry. So psychologically, just using boots as a metaphor for us moving, it helps us to prepare for what we have to do. Uh, and it looks like my time is winding down. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. Tune in again next week where we're going to go into the power of words. That's what I really want to talk about starting next week because it's going to be your words that's going to take you on this journey that we're about to embark on. So be blessed. Have a wonderful day, wonderful week. Know that God loves you and know that I love you.